Welcome back to the Homeschool Advantage Podcast. I'm your host, Bex Buzzy. Today's guest is Leah Ballard. She is the CEO and founder of B3 Homeschool Support, a certified teacher in the state of Florida. She has a BA from the University of Central Florida in secondary education with a biology focus. Her certifications are in biology, general science, and math. In this episode, we talk about how no one knows your children better or is more qualified to love them than you are, how Florida law requires all homeschool education students to be evaluated annually. One evaluation option is through a certified teacher like Leah. And lastly, there are so many homeschooling families that start homeschooling because traditional homeschooling wasn't working for their children. So go grab your coffee, go grab your tea and a pen and paper because you're not going to want to miss what Leah has to say. Let's get into the podcast. Say hello to our guests and tell us what is a fun fact about your industry that will really surprise our listeners. So hello, everybody. I am Leah Ballard. And a fun fact about our industry is that Homeschoolers may be seen as weird by our modern society, but they really are our past and they're definitely our future. So um, if you think about it, you know, as as early as the mid 19th century, homeschooling was the way things were done for most people. A lot of families could not afford to have in-home tutors or to send students off to school. So that's the way it was just done. And then now I think particularly post-pandemic America we are definitely getting back into homeschooling being much more prevalent. And we are now educating our future in our homes. And it is a beautiful, beautiful thing. I love that. It's so true. You know, sometimes it's really interesting how people have like the wrong misconception about what homeschooling is. I have found that the homeschoolers that I've come in communication with and contact with are way more social, way more confident, way more intelligent, honestly, like, and I've been a public school teacher for 22 years going on 23. And I have some middle schools that I that I know, that are saying things that I'm teaching in my high school, and they're talking about it as if it's like, just common knowledge, I'm thinking, not common knowledge. And oh, my gosh, (laughs) you know, like, it's, it's startling to see the differences that that we're noticing these days. And, you know, I, I was a middle school teacher before I stopped with the public school system. And there were some days where I was quite astounded by, by what had to be taught to the students that are, you know, 11, 12 years old, where when you meet homeschoolers, they're, they're, almost self-sufficient by that point. You know, they know how to teach themselves. They they know how to speak to adults respectfully and intelligently. And there's a very vast difference that is very noticeable. It is so noticeable. You're so right. So it gets me to my next question. So what's the focus of your work? What do you offer? What, what are your services in the homeschool community? What I like to do, I like to call myself a homeschool advocate, but what I do is I am based in Florida, so I do annual evaluations here for Florida students. I also offer tutoring for both homeschooled and public schooled students, and I do some consultations as well. If there are parents that are struggling to get started with homeschool, or maybe they've been homeschooling for a while and just really need a fresh perspective on things, I can I can help them out with that as well. So, but I would have to say my favorite is definitely the evaluations. I do them virtually and I get invited into the homes of some of the most amazing people 
and I get to see a wide range of homeschoolers and I get to meet their entire families. And <laughs> I really, I really love to see when they're so excited about what they're learning. And one of my favorite questions is always, what's your least favorite subject? And <laughs> most of the time there isn't a least favorite subject oh, and wow. they, you know, and they just, they, they might acknowledge it like, oh, hey, you know, I'm so sorry, it's math. But, you know, I, I was learning about this bridge over in St. Pete that was built in 1950. And they just, they, they can go on and on about the stuff that they're passionate about. And it's such a varied thing. And I absolutely love it. Oh, that's awesome. So what inspired you to start all of this? Honestly, I have a baby that's turning a year old next month. And hey, she congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. She came along as a complete surprise. I have a 16 year old son as well, who thanks to homeschooling has <laughs> has now gotten his diploma early and he's doing great. But yeah, having my daughter was really what inspired me to look for a different way to use my, my teaching experience and my, my teaching certification to be able to stay home with her and really just jump into a, a community that was so supportive of me when I was homeschooling my son. So Oh, wow. that's what inspired me to get into it. Oh, that's awesome. Wow. That's a pretty big age difference. <laughs> like, yes, it is. <laughs> it sure is. It's completely different world now with my daughter than it was with my son. Um, yeah. Being able to stay home with her has made it an absolute oh. blessing that I never anticipated being able to have. And oh, he's a wonderful big brother. So yeah. it's, it's starting over, but it's an upgrade starting over. Oh, you know, I'm the oldest and my youngest sister is 16 years younger than me. <laughs> so yeah, she just, she, now she has two kids and I'm like, oh my God, like, why are you so big? <laughs> it's like you weren't supposed to ever get big, you know, but yeah, it's beautiful. Oh, that's so cool. So in your business, in your, in your tutoring evaluations, is there more of like an outbreak? I don't know if I, outbreak is the right word, but is there, is there more noticeable, like learning differences and challenges that you come, come across and how do you help parents like navigate those waters? I would say one of the biggest things that I run into with parents is that a lot of parents still think that homeschool has to look like regular school, like, like mm. brick and mortar school. Yeah. And yeah. so a lot of, a lot of the parents that I work with they're trying to make their days look like their students day would look like when they're out of school. And so one of the biggest things that I really try to advocate for is that the beauty of homeschooling, especially here in Florida is like, we get to have our cake and eat it too. Yeah. We, we simply have to make sure that we're proving that our students and our children are learning every year. And other than that, there's no curriculum that we have to follow and there's no set timeframes that we have to go by. And there's not, I mean, you don't even have to go by credits if you don't want to. So your school day, instead of sitting at a desk, looking at a book, you know, memorizing something like you would assume that they would be doing in a public school classroom, you could be out in the yard in the middle of a rainstorm. I actually just made a post on my, my social media about rainy day school. And, you know, in a rainstorm, you can go out and start talking about the, the water cycle, or you can go splash around and take a shower in the rain and then turn all of this into a school lesson. So it doesn't have to look like regular school at all. You know, it, it can be whatever you want to make it. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. So you probably, when it comes down to like those issues that happen in the public school, they probably don't, aren't as magnified or as much at home because you don't have to do things the way you do it in public school. Like if your kid has the wiggles, 
let's go outside and wiggle it out, you know? Oh, you sure can. Yeah. And if like, Hey, if you're struggling with comprehension, let's just slow it down and let's just focus here and let's just do this versus, Oh, we have to like now have a new plan and give him some modifications and put him in this separate room and have a separate teacher. And, and you're going to be separated from your other students when you're, when we're, you know what I mean? So that doesn't happen. So kids, they just grow up normal. (laughs) You know what I mean? Without issues. I actually, I have a, I have a family friend. He's an adult now, but we suspect he's probably on the spectrum somewhere, but because he was homeschooled, he was never tested. He was never labeled. He was never medicated for anything because he was home with his mom who automatically accommodated for him, whatever he needed, whatever was comfortable. If he didn't grasp something, they, they worked to mastery. And a lot of homeschoolers don't even do grades. It's just, Mm -hmm. did you get it? Did you not? And once we master it, great, we can move on to something else that you're interested in. So because he was home, he had those accommodations that a lot of public school teachers really struggle to make sure that they can maintain on a daily basis for every student. I mean, you've got 25 different personalities that need 25 different things in a public school classroom. So when you're home with your kids, you know them. Nobody knows your kids better than you do. And you're able to make learning fun and interesting and you're able to deep dive into what they're into instead of what that curriculum is dictating that you need to get into. So you definitely don't have all of those issues popping up and you don't have all of those behavior issues popping up because like you said, you you can get the wiggles out. Let's have a dance party in the middle of the day if we have to. Yeah. So do you only help people in Florida or do you help people in any state and what I grades can- up to? I can only do evaluations in Florida because I'm only certified in Florida right now, but I can definitely do tutoring or consultations in any state Okay, and I will work with any grade. I like to say that my daughter's only 11 months old, but we're homeschooling now. You know, we're learning words, we're learning facial parts, you know, you say nose and she points to your nose, you know, so we're already homeschooling. So yeah, I can definitely work with any age. My certification is in five to nine biology. And five to nine math, or excuse me, six to 12 biology. So upper grade levels. When I started my teaching degree, I wanted to work with students that I could have some rousing classroom discussions with. Yeah. So I wanted to go with some upper grade levels. And I really, I struggled so much when I was in middle school. So my heart was set on those middle school students. So that's where I kind of focused my, my degree at, but I can definitely work with any age group. Wow. And I got to tell you, middle school I almost quit teaching forever. Like I'm not, it's not, it's not even a joke. <laughs> I was, I, I started and I'm thankful that my first teaching gig was middle school. Cause I didn't have anything to base it off of. You know what I mean? Like I didn't have anything to base it off of. So oh, I didn't yeah. know that I started with the hardest like, oh, yes. grade in public school, like the hardest, no idea. So I remember just going in there and just thinking, this is what school was all about. Like, this is, this is the emotions that happen. These, this is the, the attitudes you're going to get. This is, this is what's going to happen. And I remember I taught four years and I went to high school and I was like, what, what's going on? Like, why is everyone so quiet and calm? Like what's happening here? Yeah. Really tall, really tall. Yeah. Real, real difference. And I was like, this is so much better. I was like, I'm never going yeah. back to middle school. Then like 10 or 12 years later, they were like, um, 
we need, you know, to, for you to go back into the middle school. And I was like, well, looks like this is my last year of teaching ever. And I was like about to quit. I was telling my husband, I was like, I'm not going back to teaching because there's no way I'm doing that. And then my, and then like a principal, my old principal called me up and she's like, are you still available? And I was like, I will work for you. They're trying to get me over here. Talk to somebody, get me out of this contract. <laughs> like I got back into high school for another 10 years, but man, I give you kudos because that is just not the easiest. It's like, it's just like there's they're in this middle world, you know, and I used to yes. always say if parents would just take their kid out of school during the middle school years and just keep them home, help them go through whatever they're going through. Yes. This is before I even knew I knew about homeschooling or understood it. I used to think just like take them out from sixth to ninth grade. And, and I literally would say sixth to ninth grade. That that to me is full middle school. I don't think ninth graders even belong in high school because they are completely different. Like you see them side by side and I'm like, by 10th grade, they're a different, they're, they're a whole different person. But ninth graders, you're like, oh, you are still, you're still a middle schooler. You know, you really don't belong here. So anyways, I used to always think, take them, then bring them back when they're in 10th grade, you know? (laughs) But now I'm like, yeah, keep them and keep them home because honestly, it's, it, they, they are the ones that we really need to focus on. There's so much emotion. They are. There's so much confusion. There's the so best way much I was, of everything. Yeah. The best way I could describe my students, because I taught sixth grade science, is that they're trying to figure out who they are. And there's so many influences around them. And they're little sponges. And they just, they just ah, want to belong yeah. so bad. And Correct. so- and sixth grade, I didn't think I wanted to do sixth grade. I wanted eighth grade. I wanted that that upper level biology, but I'm sure you can understand that's the teaching position. Nobody leaves when they get it. Um, <laughs> I did. But I, <laughs> yeah, but I took that sixth grade position and I fell in love with those kids. And to my shock, the kids that struggled the most, I had this one student, oh my gosh, I, I to this day, I see him around town because I taught in the town that I live. And I love this kid to death and he loves me to death. But I will tell you my first day teaching him, he got sent to the Dean's office. It's like, I can't handle you. I'm not dealing with this. You need to go. (laughs) Uh, We, we butted heads a lot. And then I just, you know, I, I prayed about him a lot and I finally just decided to do a little digging. And after one conversation with his mom, I got a much better idea about what he was dealing with at home. And I, I kind of adopted him. To the, to the best, to the best of my ability. I made sure he had the school supplies that he needed. I made sure that I had snacks ready for him if he needed them. Yeah. I gave him, you know, the, the sideways teacher hugs when when appropriate, (laughs) but it was, it was the kids that when you're talking to the other teachers and they're like, Oh God, that one, you have him too. And it's like, yes, I get to teach this guy. Like, Oh, I love that. They, they have my heart. I absolutely adore them. And that's so good, you know, that because it is a very, it's a, it's an extremely influential age and, and, and what's happening in society, the, the damage that's happening to kids. If we don't fight for these kids, we have to really fight for them. Like now nobody's fighting for them anymore. They're like literally like sacrificing them to like, they're cannon fodder. 
Yeah, it's just disgusting what they're doing. They're just legitimately taking, they're already struggling with their identity. And like now they're yes. just taking it away from them, completely leaving them in an, an obliteration. And I've had it, I'm over it. And I know it's like right there, these these kids are so impressionable. They're so yes. precious. They should be protected. They should be, you know, spoken into, like you speak into their lives. You speak. Speak yes. the, the beauty over them, the, 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 the greatness over them. You speak the, who they are. You, you do, you tell them you are, you are going to be an overcomer. You are a kingdom warrior. Yes. You are an extremely beautiful young lady. You are a strong young man, or you're a strong young yes. lady. You're a, a very gentle man. doesn't even matter, but you let them know who they are. And, and, you know, I was just watching some videos where, you know, they're having all that stuff in schools and they're teaching them about this, the, the gender fluidity. And I'm very vocal about this. I have no problem talking about it. I don't care who, who gets mad at me. And yeah, I just don't anymore. So, and then little kids are going That's home crying. That's a beautiful crying. thing. Yeah. But yes. little kids are going home crying, asking their mom, am I going to turn into something else? That's not, you no. know, no, you're not. And, and nobody does That's And that's where we have to just be, draw the line and say, look, some people are confused. Some people are not. You know who you are. I know who you are. We're not yes. confused. World yeah. out there is confused, but in these walls, honey, you're fine. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's and I love that. And I love that someone like you is out there just ready to help and scoop up and help parents just become their the voices. And you know, society has taken parents' voices away, but parents are rising up. Like they oh, yes. are. Yes, we are. Yes. And they are, and they are getting louder and louder. Yes. And now people are really rising up and they're saying, stop. It's enough. We're over it. And I love yeah. it. And I am just like, you know what? Come on. Cause I'm with you. So I just love what you're doing. You so, know, okay. If you, if you think about war tactics, right? The the best way to undermine an entire population is to compromise the next generation, is to compromise the children. But that's also the best way to enrage the population enough to fight back. So yeah, you know, and if we're, you we're at that tipping point. Yeah. And if you enrage a mom, <laughs> it's a completely different ball game. It sure is. It's I, like I, knives I, I out. Unashamed. That's it. I unashamedly call myself a lioness because I, I can relate to that quite a bit. I know. I love it. I love it. So Leah, how can people connect with you? How can they, you know, get your resources and learn more about like what you do and maybe just you can get some coaching and tutoring resources from you? Quickest way. I do have a website. I am building it up. I do have some resources on there already. It is B, the letter B three homeschoolsupport.com. You can find my email on there. You can ask me questions directly there. There's forms you can fill out to request consultations. I do not charge for consultations. If you have a question, please reach out to me. I will do my best to answer it. And I am not afraid to say that I'm not sure how to answer that. Give me a day to do some research and I awesome. will get back to you. I am also a lifelong learner. So the more I can learn through helping others, the more I will. I do have social medias as well. Everything that I'm doing is under B3 Homeschool Support. So again, okay. the letter B3 Homeschool Support. 
uh, Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest. I even have a YouTube where I've put up a very poorly made video, but we're going to be working on that. (laughs) (laughs) And um, yeah. And then if you want to email me directly, it is B3 evaluations with an S at the end at outlook.com. I'd like to get back to people within two business days. So reach out, let me know what you have a question about, what you need some help with, and I will tell you how I can help you. Awesome. Awesome. That's fantastic. I will have all of your links as well in your show notes so people can just click and go. That'd be fantastic. Beautiful. Awesome. So as we're wrapping up our conversation, what is one takeaway you want our listeners to get from our conversation today? I think it's something that we really all need to like step into and own. And that's that we are the ones that know our children best. We are the ones that have known them since the day they were born. That's right. We are the ones most equipped to educate them and set them up for success in life and to help build their faith and really just love on them and let them know how valued they truly are. I love it. I agree. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. So it's been awesome having you on the podcast today and just communicating, just talking with you. It's been really good. I feel like I can talk to you for a very long time. (laughs) Yeah, we definitely could. (laughs) Awesome. Have a great one. Oh, thank you so very much. You too. If you love the conversations we're having here on the Homeschool Advantage podcast, Follow or subscribe our podcast to stay in the loop and never miss this amazing content. And please highly consider taking a minute to leave a positive rating and review to help others like you discover this show. See you next time.